This is a Bramble Jam podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this is it's the, the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast. Man, things are going great. How are we doing, everybody? Doing awesome. It's you know a win. It's a Wednesday. Feels like a Sunday. You know why I clapped those headphones why? down so hard on the table? It's because I realized you made me put the headphones in just for the diving in. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah. It was great, worth it though. Um, hi everybody, hey. how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, uh, you know, we are we a, smack dab in the middle of just the craziest week. Got a lot of emails complaining that we were switching the cameras too much, uh, and we did, the theme song was too much, so we skipped it this week. Mm-hmm. How do you think it went? Just on Wednesday, though. Just on Wednesday, I think Monday, Tuesday yeah. is going to be fine. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> it already happens. Yeah, it was so fine. It would be weird if it wasn't. Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay, it, it does. It, yeah. Yep. Um, Let's dive on in. Boy, guys, I got to tell you something. Um, my uh, last night, I, I, I was just having the best time snacking on my holiday Universal Yums box. Oh, my goodness. So good. It was, it was so much fun. Dude, if it was you've a not seen the video we posted yet, Universal Ooh. Yum's holiday box Ooh. starts at 15 bucks. 10 different countries you're wow. going to get snacks from. Ten. Give someone in your life that loves to snack or loves to travel the gift they literally cannot buy anywhere else. No. Mm. They can't go to the store and buy these snacks. You can get them for them today. Can you go to England? No. Can you go to Idaho? Uh-uh. Can you go well, to Australia? You can go to yeah. Idaho. Can you go to Australia? No. Can you go to Tokyo? No. Can he go to Maine? No way. Can he yes, go you, to yeah, Delaware? Yeah, you can he go to South Carolina? Yes. Can he go to home? Yeah. So some of those places you can go. You can go. So some of those places you can go. Some of those places you can go. No. You can't do it. Can he go to Nantucket? Yes. yes. <laughs> can he go to Spain? No. <laughs> can he go to Lucifer? Universal Yum's. Lucifer's house? Like Satan? Yeah. I mean, you, I, you really could, could I, guess. <laughs> I guess. Universal. What we're trying to say is universal. If Dan, if Dan insults CCB one more time, that might Ooh. be. I don't think that's how that works. No, it's a number of a insults clause. before I go to Lucifer's house. Yeah. Hello, it's Lucifer. I, th- I think Lucifer probably and I feel what? the same about CCB. <laughs> did, no. Did that get me there? No. Yeah. He gets me to stay up. We did it. Yeah, so yeah, wait, yeah. how many Four strikes is there. it? <laughs> I, whatever number that was. What movie? What number of movie was Monday? Was uh, Monday's movie for CCB? That was uh, how many have we done Tw- of hers? Yeah, ten, ten or eleven, probably. Yeah. Right? Is it really that many? Yeah, we've only done our, We've not done the Aurora Tea Gardens thing. We've no, done one. We, so so we've done Journey. We've done uh, 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 ten or eleven. Switch for Shoe Christmas. Christmas. Switch for Christmas. Christmas Town. Shoe Addicts. Christmas Town. Christmas Under Wraps. Yeah. Journey back to. I just we journey was the first. Oh, one we said. um, what was uh, what was uh, uh that's that's uh, that's uh, Garland for you. Christmas under wraps. Oh, and then this one is seven, seven. Okay, let's say seven. Next year it's number eight. Yes. <laughs> it's Lucifer, baby. Thanks for letting me in. This is the first one we're recording a four today. It's going just, well. Going can you go well. to Thailand? They are going to be listened to out of our, oh, did timeout. Did Lucifer yes. just do the universal yums bit? Yes. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff, buddy. 
No, you can't go to Thailand. Lucifer. Snacks can come here, though. That's exactly right. Hey, guys, you want to talk about Christmas at Starlight? Do I? Starlight. Christmas by Starlight, right? Christmas at or Christmas? Christmas by. Christmas by. Where were you going? I just wanted to say. You saw jingle. It was a jingle. Star. Yeah, but there's Starlight. Starlight. Talking about that Starlight. (laughs) Chris got to get the waffles at Starlight. It's a Starlight. Star bright. Christmas. Give me a waffle tonight. Cool. Okay. You keep working on it during the synopsis. Yeah, yeah, I, think we'll we'll, I think we'll get it. Hey, Christmas by Starlight originally aired on uh, November 26th, Thanksgiving Day 2020. 2020. And it went a little something like this. Annie, are you okay? Is a lawyer who helps make people's adoption dreams come true. She likes to dance in her apartment in her pajamas and with her dog and hang out at her parents' diner. But when she goes back into her dad's office, she finds out that they're getting evicted. They uh, they aren't going to be allowed to re-up their lease because of Holt Enterprises tearing it down and building up something bigger and better. And Annie's going to fight them about it. We meet William Holt. His dad started Holt Industries. Sorry, I said it is industry. Uh, and Holt. <laughs> dad Holt. And they are... Holt. And they're... Uh, and they're the ones that are going around buying buildings just to build up big old sky rises and shopping malls and whatnot. Uh, but Will doesn't really care nearly as much as his dad. He's just skating on by. But the company's going to be his soon. So his dad wants him to, to really hunker down, wants him to get a lawyer who follows him around and make sure that he's doing all the things and uh, dotting all the, the T's, cro- dotting the T's and crossing the I's. Switch it. Annie, um, are you okay? <laughs> Annie goes in to fight on behalf of her parents, and she's like, "Hey," uh, and he's like, "Hey, I need a lawyer. You're a lawyer. Let me help you, um, and just kind of just be around, just so I can say I have a lawyer, um, but don't like get in my way. And if you do all of that, just until Christmas, I'll save your diner." And she's like, "Okay." So she starts doing that, and she immediately starts going to business uh, um, business meetings with him, and realizes that he uh, is in serious need of like legal help and advice to just be a good business person. Uh, she gets him out of a jam by promising a Christmas fundraiser that's going to be held at the Starlight Cafe. She starts to uh, to show him that the town doesn't need more malls. It doesn't need more hotels. We need stuff for the people. So they end up going to uh, this Christmas party and they end up selling too many tickets for the fundraiser because the Starlight Cafe can only hold 95 people. They're well over that at that point. And Annie is freaking out. And Will's like, I'll help you. And she's like, you don't help. You just go get drinks. You just play squash. I'll do it myself. I always have. Get out. But he doesn't take no for an answer. He shows up at her house the next day and is like, I really want to help. And so he spends the spends some time with her and her family, and they come up with a plan. The party will extend next door into the closed-down bookstore. Um, he starts to help out more and more for the party, giving advice and doing things with her to get the party ready to go. And he uh, ends the day by taking her ice skating because he finds out that she used to, used to skate. And they have just the best time. They end the day together by uh, eating grilled cheese, and she's sharing about her own adoption 
reception and it's a very sweet moment together. He ends up coming clean to his dad about Annie um, not really being his lawyer and really just doing this thing so that they can save the diner and dad is not having it. Same old Will, same old problems. Uh, Will shows up to tell Annie that she, uh, but she makes him uh, decorate a Christmas tree first. He ends up not telling her about the conversation that he had with his dad. It's the night of the big fundraiser, and he surprises her by bringing like elements of her favorite toy store to the party, and it's just great. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Uh, they're dancing slow to "Oh Holy Night," as you do, and she hears from somebody talking to Will after the fact that demolition is set to begin on the starlight in January and she is like I trusted you she's heartbroken but he figures out a way to make it a historical landmark which would save the starlight he tells his dad what's up I'm not tearing down the starlight this is about people and he's kind of impressed uh, so he goes to find Annie but Helen who works at the starlight is like that's William Holdy's tearing this place down let's get him uh and he's like no guys listen i have figured it out i'm not gonna tear this place down and annie is amazing and annie overhears it and comes on out of uh, out of hiding and says oh my gosh this is amazing and they kiss and her parents are looking on thumbs up um his dad then shows up shows the plan that he has to build on top of the starlight I guess that's going to be a thing and people like it uh, and he gives her a, a gift of dancing and a snow globe and that was Christmas, Christmas by, by Starlight. Starlight that's my fault guys really that's just, wow. I jumped together man, whoa I'll kick your coverage there just a bit I out kicked your coverage we did it Trace Trace are you okay yes are you alright what, what people don't know is we have a live orchestra we do over yonder and yeah every time and I'm conducting I'm over here bah, 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 bah. And I try to, I'm trying to keep up. And sometimes I pull, pull, I pull I mean, it a little fast. I think it's the first time we've ever done an episode of the Harmer where we didn't finish with a big, and that was Christmas by Starlight. Christmas by Starlight. <laughs> wow. And that was Christmas, Christmas by Starlight. We did it. That's I feel right. better. Yeah. Hey, let's go take better. a quick break if you guys don't mind. I do mind. Here from, oh, okay. Well, we'll I'm skip. done with breaks. No. no I'm going to BrambleJamPlus.com. <laughs> okay. We can on this one. Well, for everyone else, we're going to take a break. Hear from some of our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Uh, here's the thing, everybody. I want to. I want you to know, my feet are toasty. My mm. feet are comfy, and there's a reason why they are both toasty and comfy, and it's because of Bombas socks. Bombas socks are my new favorite socks mm -hmm. in the world. They could not be more comfortable. They could not be more whimsical and fun. I'm wearing. Look at this. Look at. I'll, I'll, look at this. Where are you at? Look at these socks. Look at I those mean, boys. Oh, wow. Still can't there. To, oh, yeah. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. Come on. Bombas socks are fun. They're comfortable. And anytime you buy a pair, they're going to donate a pair to somebody in need. Here's the thing. If you haven't gone to the Bombas website and checked out their Christmas styles, their holiday season styles, 
Just go and just see them because they are so much fun. And here's the thing. If you go to bombas.com slash deck today, you're going to get 20% off your purchase of the big holiday sale, um, November 18th through December 2nd. So go today, use it. What? Use it and, and, and you're going to love it. You're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. Bombus.com slash deck today um, and, and get your Bombus socks in your holiday gifts. It's the, it's the last day of that sale. Going to have to really get on it. Get on it. Go everybody. to Bombus.com right now slash deck. That's what I'm saying. It's the last day of the sale. I had a mini freak out when I realized I thought I was like, whoa. Is the sale done? No, it's not. It's today. It's today. Last day of the you sale. Go to the sale. But, Do it. But you can always just buy them regardless. You're yes. doing good. Duh. Do you ever like forget what day it is? Oh, yes. sometimes for sure. Uh, what day is it? Go, go, Someday. go, go. Dang it. <laughs> um, can you go to Kalamazoo? No. Yes. Ah, <laughs> hey, hey, we have four segments to break this movie down. I thought we would start with the hot take hot today. Take. Mm. Um, because I think it's really the best way to fully express how we feel about the movie yeah. before diving in mm. even further with the weight what's and stuff. Can and I go first? You, uh, it's just you, it's what, such what a diva. Well, well, let's talk about I think every time you, let's just go ahead. Can I go well, first? Every time he gonna, goes first, things get off the rails. Go off the rails. I just, I we could have a good podcast, but he's just first. He's always the first. Oh, that's weird. Hey, you want to go first, Panda? I would love to. Yeah. Go first, buddy. Right, go first. Thanks, buddy. Uh, listen, guys, this movie is great. Uh, for a variety of reasons. First of all, I think Kimberly and Paul have great chemistry together. The dialogue's witty. It's a fun plot. I know we've seen this plot before. For some reason, it felt fresh to me. Uh, there's a lot of really great, memorable scenes, a lot of humor that just really lands. Uh, it's it's gonna be definitely in my top 10. Uh, man, fun all the way around. Big fun. Maybe. Maybe Whoa! Oh. Boy. Yeah. Uh, so that when you said Big Fun, maybe six. It last was week. maybe six. Maybe it's number six on your top ten. No, list. no, no, no. Okay. Good. No, scale one to ten. Maybe, you don't understand the Big Fun scale? I don't understand the Big Fun scale. I clearly don't. Because the movie you said it about mm -hmm. ended up six or around there. You said it wasn't going to quite be in your top five. Big right. Fun, maybe six. Yeah, Big Fun, maybe six out of mm. ten. Okay. I think most people understood it as maybe the sixth. Oh, right. No, 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 no. Scale okay. one you to ten. I think you, you learned something new so if this is going to be a nine out of ten and it's going to be in your top ten of movies yeah, yeah, yeah. there are going to be no less than four or five movies you would think that have a higher score than nine out of ten this year well, i mean year. you get into decimals <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. no i know that that's how that works it would have to or they would be perfect yeah. tens well no and and one royal holiday ten of ten for you uh nine point eight okay so delivered by christmas huh delivered by christmas he's got delivered by christmas third nine point six yeah wow um I'll, I'll go. Can, Can I go next? Um, yeah, man, I freaking love this movie. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, I gotta, I gotta say, just shout out to Paul and Kimberly for coming up with a really fun storyline, um, and and creating a really really fun script. It was funny, and you know, I, I you know, I, I try to go into these movies with like no expectations. I try to sometimes, you know, I get it gets, you know, I'm only human. Um, but hearing Paul talk about last week when he was joining us for Godwink, you know 
how he wrote this movie and he wanted it to be funny and they had a lot of leeway and all that stuff. I was like, that sounds great, but I don't know. But it really was that. There was a lot of fun to be had in this movie. I loved it. Uh, it, it was... Uh, <sighs> I think right now it's uh, as of recording this, it's my favorite Hallmark Channel movie. So I think it's going to be third um, as of this recording date. Um, stay tuned by the end of the week and we'll yeah, see. Yeah, because uh, there's a bunch we've not seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so stay yeah. tuned. But I'm just saying right now where I am, I think it's third. Um, it beats out One Royal Holiday as my favorite Hallmark Channel movie. It's just so much fun. And you're right, Panda. It, it is a, you know, it's a party planning movie. It yeah. is what it is. But the two of them, and I, I thought he did such a good job. Paul did such a good job of um, slowly letting that, letting his guard down, letting mm -hmm. that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, rough exterior um, kind of fade away with just the fun and whimsy and joy of Kimberly's character um, kind of helping him do that. So I loved it. Big fan. I bought their relationship too. I should say that. Like, I mean, they've, done, they've had, been in enough movies together at this yeah, point. So. Yeah. Did great. Um, I, this is kind of a good news, bad news for me. I, the, the good news is is that I, I do think that Paul and Kimberly, who have now made three movies together, each of their movies has gotten better than the previous mm -hmm. movie. Godwink was just utter garbage. Uh, Weddings Every Weekend was just had the COVID feels. And then this movie definitely is better than those two. Uh, it's a better than average Hallmark movie. It is my favorite Hallmark Channel movie. It is probably number three on my list as well as of this recording. We've not There's a bunch we've not done. Um, and it is it, it does have... Uh, some moments that are funny, but the bad side of it is, is like, it was very, it was a much safer movie than I really was anticipating. Like there was so much buildup for this movie and maybe that expectations got the best of me because as a Hallmark movie, it is definitely better than average. There's no doubt about it. And I would love to see Paul and Kimberly write more and they're two of our favorites to have on the show, but it is very much a generic wheelhouse Hallmark movie. It's a party planning, you know, got developer trying to knock down. It's Christmas tree lane. Yeah, but you like, know, you got to know, like, yeah, you know, yeah, but with Paul, that. with Paul it, being his first movie, yeah. he's written. And that is I, to get your feet wet. You do a generic. I don't story, think for most sure. people are upset about that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that for all the talk we had of this movie and for the life of me, I want to know the 30 minutes that got cut out because it feels very overstuffed to me as it is. Mm -hmm. um, it, there's a lot of plot lines, a lot going on in this movie, um, but I had feels it was well acted and it was well written, which is more than I very rarely ever say about a movie. Um, so yeah, it's probably three right now, better than average. And I would love to see more from that team, whatever yeah, team that I mean, is. I, I, th I honestly think if they got to write another movie, they'd make a better movie. I'm and sure. I think that's not the case about many people. My impression was when he bought, the, when they sold the movie, they ended up rewrite, like Hallmark ended up rewriting, rewriting the whole thing. thing. And that, that was makes my sense. understanding. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it. that, so maybe so. Paul would agree with me. Paul said that in our, in our interview or when we had him on for Godwink, I forgot that he said that that he said uh or maybe he didn't say that maybe we just i think we maybe have talked about it outside i don't think he said it on the podcast um i don't know if we should have said that here or not i don't know he, it, whatever the case may be it definitely i was expecting it to be a lot more like genre breaking than oh, yeah. than than the movie was and uh, as soon as i realized we were settling in to kind of the normal beats of one of these movies i was happy with what they did with the normal beats but it it didn't it wasn't anything special to me i thought delivered by christmas was a legitimately special movie i don't this movie is the best the hallmark channel has offered and i don't think think it's close but i it, it it's a it's better than average um it just was the expectations i think were a little bit high in my head this is always a fun week though because i feel like we always get get goodies and i feel like we always get one that surprises yeah. us so we'll see i what get happens. the feeling we've not watched five star christmas yet, no that's but that no, seems like that. that could be yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I and I'm excited about Good Morning Morning Christmas. But the then, yeah, this is what I'll say. You know, last year, if you guys remember, one we did the same thing where we did Thanksgiving week out of order, and we pushed um, the Christmas uh, Christmas Club Christmas Club. That's right. Back because it was like, who cares about the Christmas Club? Oh, it ended up being gosh. one of the best ones of so the year. Good, yeah, I don't know if it's really gonna happen good. this year with Heart of the Holidays and Christmas Tree Grows in Colorado. Yeah, that's a I don't know self. if that's gonna happen there, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Hey, you guys want to do all the feels? You guys want to do all the feels? Just talk about those things that give us those Christmas feels. Panda? So even like we get the the live music bit that's occurred several times in these movies where there's, you know, somebody who's playing music in some capacity. And and the best obviously ever has been from the Christmas bow, which is, you know, next level. (laughs) That said, from a purely just intimate Christmassy, Man, like just acoustic coffee vibe. This movie has it. Like this was absolutely phenomenal. Not only was I don't know who the the artist was, but she can sing. Uh, but it also it, it just created a sense. I don't know how to describe it, guys. I know it sounds weird, but just an intimacy that can only really come around the holidays. It's the coffee house vibe, vibe man. You know? And I just got the Christmas feels. Like it reminded me almost like a candlelight service kind of thing. I know it wasn't Christmas, you know, church or Christmas or anything in that sense, but like, it, man, it just gave me some really good vibes. I wanted to be there. Like I wanted to be at that wow. concert and, and that's high praise for, you know, an, a really weird cafe, but like I loved, loved, loved that scene. 100%. One of my favorite things to do, you know, at night, like get a hot chocolate and put on like, there's a Christmas coffee house playlist yes. on Spotify. Just play that. So good. Get the lights on. Just chill. Take a mm-hmm. breather. It's good. Um, mine was um, the, there's a the, you know great conversation where she kind of opens up about her adoption. That's great. I love that scene. But before that, um, we find out that she was adopted early on in this movie. She's talking to him. They go into this toy store, and she talks about it. I was you know I was adopted, and um, when it was my first Christmas, they, they let me come in and just get anything that I wanted in, in the to- toy store. And I got the snow globe and blah, blah, blah. Toy store is amazing. It reminded me of the toy store from Home Alone uh, yeah. 2. Uh, that type of Two feel. Turtle where, doves. Yeah, loved it. Um, turtle doves. Mm. Uh, and uh, well, I was the owner of the store checking a guy out at the cash register. I don't yeah. know, but it works. <laughs> uh, and uh, at the very, uh, when they go to the party at the end, he had brought... The element, the elements of the toy store to the party, mm-hmm. to her parents' store, and I don't know. There, it was, it was a. Uh, I felt like it got brushed over a little bit, like how grand of a gesture that was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of happened quickly, and they went to dancing. But I, I loved it. I thought it was a really sweet moment, um, kind of bringing back this thing that was important to her. Christmas that she said Christmas doesn't start until I go to whatever the clammies yeah. or whatever it yeah, was clammies. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I love that moment. Uh, big, big, big fan for me. Uh, yeah, I have a couple. Um, but first, I think what's interesting about that is, is that maybe just back to the hot take briefly where you were like, hey, they brushed under the rug this thing about the toy store. I just think there are too many of those gestures in this movie. The prom pictures mm-hmm. where she sends him this gift, I'd have gone to prom with you. That's a great moment. But there are so many of them. There's the snow globe. There's the prom picture. There's the Christmas sweater that he wears. There's the toy store. Like It's a lot of there's gestures. There's just too many. Right. Like, it's yeah. just calm down with the gesture. Like, you're watering them all down by doing this. And so that 
stung, I think, in this movie. Two scenes stick out you to want me. That, yeah, to that point, you yeah. want that big moment, that yes. big gesture moment. And we know we got a bunch of little ones. Yeah. And it, 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 it may have been, I don't know, it just seems, too, not a bunch of little ones, a bunch of grand romantic gestures yeah. that all that end good. up feeling smaller. Because, and they don't spend a lot, like that, mo yeah. that moment, you know, the, the great moment at the end of Delivered by Christmas where they see each other and she yeah. like that big moment that you've been waiting for. Like yeah. you get those throughout this movie and they don't quite land because you're not spending enough time. Yeah. Kind of I, enjoying uh, them. I got both good and bad adoption feels uh, from this movie. I think the first scene of the movie really, really bothered me where she basically, it, this couple looks like they're waiting on the edge of their seat to w see if they've won a grand prize. And like, <laughs> she like announces that the adoption application came through and they get all excited. Like, it's just not, it's just not how that works. Like in general. And it's weird. Like you don't get excited. Like as someone that's trying to adopt a child, you don't get excited until that kid is in your arms period. Like I, I'm just letting you know, like it, it is, there are hurdles after hurdles after hurdles and it does not happen in a lawyer's office um, by yourself without a kid present. And I was like, they're going to just really screw this adoption thing up. And then they proceeded to not and proceeded to have probably, I said it, we were all watching this together. I said that scene was better written than any right to be the scene where they're eating the grilled cheese sandwich. And she talks about mm -hmm. um, the trauma of, of, of being raised in an orphanage and getting adopted and not being sure if it's real and not being comfortable because she's not like that Kim and Paul if you that scene you guys crushed it the right like the acting's great but the writing in that scene was wonderful and I loved that that was on screen for people to see that it's not just all sunshine and rainbows when you come home and I think that's wonderful and and they nailed it I was great and then the scene with the dad and Kimberly when she thinks that things are over with Paul when he says you really can't if, if you've never felt deep pain you can't really feel deep love that is a great needs to be in more Hallmark movies and it never is. And I thought he nailed the delivery of that. Those two scenes definitely gave me the feels. Yep. 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 Hey, uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back with the way what's and the, what the Hallmarks and the maybe I Razzle mean, Dad. Paul brought up Razzle. Uh, we'll see what happens here. On I'm feeling good about it. Mm. We're back, everybody. Hey. Congratulations. You did it. Uh, it's time for the Wait What. It's the part of the show we're talking about what this movie made us go. Wait What? Panda? Uh, the very first thing I, I want to bring up is she is a family lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently can just take a week off yeah, of work. Yeah, she's out like, of here. Gone. Like, I mean, is, I, I've never one, seen anything she, like I could not believe that they did not at some point bring that back up. She had like, one client. She got him the adoption paperwork and I'm said- out. I'm out of here. I, I do, that there, that's the, ridiculous. The correct level of family law services uh, <laughs> and what a family lawyer does is somewhere in between Kimberly Susted in this movie and Homegirl from the Christmas with the Darlings. Yes, who goes you know <laughs> wherever she goes. The the actual family lawyer does something in between those two things. That's the only thing I can think of. They don't go to Australia, but they do go to work. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if this is so much a wait was just an incredible eye roll moment is that they've had an entire other side of the building empty in pristine condition the whole time the entire time i just like guys my biggest problem on. with that is it does not do anybody justice in the argument that this is a important piece to the community no, no. the bookstores went out of business and has been out of business for years, years. and no one's cared that, that's the definition of a wait what yeah. it is 100% you've had it it's the like entire time she's stressing like these people are all invited and there's only room for 95 people what are we going to do 
You had a whole other building yeah. connected to your building? That's the, the situation. It's in great condition. I mean, we're, those yes. floors are phenomenal. It's shit. great. If you want me to believe that the Holt family is the devil, they are trying to buy up a place where there's been a large vacancy for years. Yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it. Or the fact that this guy's trying to make ends meet with his cafe and just never expands. Like he's, he owns the building. Come he's on. He's leasing it. Guys. Bring it. it just, and then that rate, if he's leasing that, like, are you spending extra to just leave it vacant that entire time? Like there's all anyway, burn it down. The, <laughs> spill them all. <laughs> you know, I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Expensive boutiques. I don't have money for it. Yeah, boutiques. The boutiques will get you every, <laughs> every time. time. Uh, the the only other thing that just really baffles me and is the number of people that are actually showing up to this party. And the reason why I'm confused is at one point they say there's 95. It's a set number, 95 people, and that's why she begins freaking out to begin with because at the party they invite they invite more people, and more. she's like, "There's another 50 more people that are planning on coming," uh, which leads to them having to expand the party, which they, they do. They expand into the other room. However, when the caterers call and cancel, she goes to Big Eddie and yeah. she says, Big Eddie, well, you need a caterer. And he goes, how many people? And she goes, 100. Mm. I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. the numbers. If you, that's a hundred, okay. So by our count, there was 145 people planning on coming to the party, roughly. Even if, but even let's say yeah. that that's not true. Let's say I, they don't all show up. You still then have only increased five more people. You still don't need to expand the party. Then you, that's five more. I, I just kind of hope the fire so people don't I, show up. I yes, exactly. Took it, I took it <laughs> when she said we. She never said we've invited 95 people. She said. We have room for 95 people. I did still think when they invited everyone in that other party, they were going to be well over 100. And so I totally wrote down, she goes to Big Eddie and she says 100 like she doesn't want to scare him off. Like, right. bro, just say 125. Just say the number of people that you think are coming. Uh, Would it no, be weird? I think she I knows. I paid $1,000 and I didn't even get a plate of ribs? Like, wait a I, minute. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it. Barbecue does multiply, though. You it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just always It's the there. Lord's food. Yeah. It really is, <laughs> baby. Um, I, I, uh, were you good? Yeah, it's the Lord's good. food. Amen, baby. Amen. Let's take that to the bank right there. <laughs> that's the good stuff, guys. <laughs> mm, we are locked and loaded. Amen, baby. <laughs> we got how many more of these? Um, <laughs> hey, um, so sh there's a scene. She's dancing in her pajamas. It's great. She's at home. The next scene, she's in her parents' diner. It's open for business and she's uh, in her pajama pants, but different pajama pants. And her dad's like, she's about to go to the lawyer's office. And she's like, Hey, he's like, Hey, you're wearing your pajama pants. Why is she wearing her pajama pants at the diner? <laughs> I don't understand I, I, it. It was, it was open. I, I, I have to believe that something got cut out that would give me some information about why she was in her pajama pants. Um, I have never seen, and I don't want to see people ripping off branches yes. of trees they have not bought. No way. Just to smell it. Just put your nose in the tree like a normal person. <laughs> Why are yes. you ripping off full destruction? It's just property. not good. Absolutely like, not. If everybody's doing that by the by the middle of December, all the trees are just bare. It's just there's no <laughs> nothing left. People have been ripping stuff off. She says. Um, the tree's going to get delivered to your office because we, it's, we, it, it's not, we don't have, uh, enough. It can't get to the cafe yet, but like 
the cafe already has three trees. Yeah. Like it's not like they're like, we're waiting to decorate. I, I, why, why, why could it not be delivered to the cafe? I don't understand why is it a space thing? Were they always going to need to expand? And if they didn't have the space for it, why'd they need the tree? There's already three in the cafe. <laughs> It's La- out of control. Lastly, she says that she says they're gonna hang three hundred ornaments. There's maybe fifty on the tree. Yeah, no, there's the not three hundred. So it's not uh, even close just relax over there, yeah. Dan. Um, I've got a bunch. I'll try to narrow it down. Um, early on, his dad tells him, uh, Holt, Will Holt says, "You're gonna have to hire a lawyer that basically is gonna follow you around." And then his assistant, Lyle, is his assistant's name yeah, Lyle. Lyle. He says, "How bad is it out there?" And he looks and he sees four people waiting and then he comes back in and goes, oh, it's bad. What, what, what's the level of what? Like, I don't understand. I just don't understand. There's four people sitting on a bench. What was bad or good about that? I don't understand it. Like he doesn't know. You don't get lawyers. You don't get lawyers. Four lawyers is the equivalent of like 30 of them. Yeah. Four four, four lawyers, four lawyers on a bench. my, four, four, four lawyers on the bench is yeah. out of control. There's a good Regis. Um, they tell the story. She keeps saying, get the skates, land the twirl. And they tell a story about how they got her ice skates. And on the third try, she landed a twirl. Well, I've got news. She's a prodigy. <laughs> you gave a child ice skates. Now, most people, when they get ice skates, it takes them a while to learn how to balance and skate. She landed a full twirl on the third try. Okay. to be Hold up. They, she was skating before that. They established because her feet had to grow into the skates, and she said that by the time they grew, she would be able to but land she it. But never, she had been skating. But she had never tried a twirl before then, and she on the third try, she landed it. it may, on the third try, she landed the twirl. God bless her. All right, next, uh, Paul and Kimberly are roughly my age, and I am here to tell you something, and I know this is going to be tough for some people that love books to hear, but no one my age likes Great Expectations. (laughs) And if someone does, the odds that someone else does are so, so low, it is just beyond possibility that the two people my age in the world that like, because we all had to read it in high school for our English credits, those two, one of them saying Great Expectations is my favorite book and the other guy quoting Great Expectations. I know a line or two from Tale of Two Cities. I don't know anything from Great Expectations. Give me a line. Give me a line. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Give me the other one. Best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> so line or two. To, it's yeah. the same line. <laughs> Take out the two. It was the best of times. This is the worst of times. There you go, <laughs> um, She's looking at a menu and she's like, I need a menu that has English on it. They're like, sorry, this is all in French. The word Noki is on that menu. Yep. Noki's Italian. <laughs> One, Noki's Italian. It's not French. Second of all, you would know what Noki was. That would give you some clue as to what you were going to order. If the whole menu's in French and we're going to see said menu, don't put an Italian word on it. That would maybe be my first suggestion to you. Don't do it. Um, they go to Big Eddie's Barbecue and there's, it's, freezing, it's freezing cold. They're all bundled up and they're eating outside standing up. And she says, now this is how normal people eat. No, 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 no. That's not how normal people eat. They di- then share childhood photos of each other. And it takes her less than three seconds to find a childhood photo of herself on her phone. That's a great pull. That's an impressive pull. If you ask me to find a childhood photo of myself 
on my phone, which means I'd have to probably go to Facebook and then look through my own photos. That would take quite a while. To do it in three seconds means you've got that thing handy and you're showing people a picture of yourself as a youngster on a regular basis. God bless you. It's impressive. Uh, he says to dress casual. She says up in a Christmas sweater. I don't like an ugly Christmas sweater. The only time you dress up in an ugly Christmas sweater, unless you're Brandon, is if someone says it's an ugly Christmas sweater party. If someone says it's casual, you're not going to get an ugly Christmas sweater on. You're going to wear something that's not you're just, you're just nice. You're just off here. You're just off. Just, really? Just move if, on. If, if I just, said casual party... You're not wearing Christmas time. I would wear this. I would not wear an ugly ugly Christmas sweater. There's no way. Ugly Christmas sweaters are. I do. I do think you can get by with it at Christmas. At Christmas, there's nothing more casual than there is nothing more casual. That's accurate. But going to a party, somebody's house you don't know. Somebody says casual. You're not throwing your ugly Christmas sweater. If it's Christmas time, that's right. You are. So uh, they play Silent Night three times in this movie, and I feel like that the statute of limitations is really one and two. You're really pushing it. They play it three times in this movie. What are you doing? Why are you playing Silent Night that many times? There are other songs in the public domain. You can go and look. They're there, I promise. Um, And then I have two more. One, she says she gets very upset at... at, uh, Paul Campbell and she, cause he lied or she thinks that he lied, although he's really trying not to tear this thing down. And she says, there's a reason people don't color outside the lines. Will things just get messy? I, 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 that is a true sentence, but where did it come from? Like they've not talked about this all movie, which one of them is coloring outside the lines. That's not really why this happened in the first place. It did not fit with the rest of this movie. And then lastly, May I just suggest Lyle, the assistant to Will, who does not have a title, and we are very familiar with the fact that he is not a lawyer. He's not one. He says he's not one in the movie. We don't know any credentials or qualifications for this guy at all, and Will just hires him as COO on the spot. Probably not an ethical hire. Maybe get a resume, get something to let you know that this guy can, in fact, operate a company of that magnitude Mm. without just saying, I like you, you're hired. Probably not a great idea across the board. Maybe interview a few different people. Just say. I liked it. I liked it. It was a smart hire. It's casual. I don't don't think it was a good hire. It was a bad hire. No, I saw his stock. See, but at least you saw his stock. It was right. We didn't know we, we didn't, didn't see, see it. it. No, I got, like, I got the behind. Wow, you're the dude. Let's I got it. the behind the scene uh, stock. Oh, behind really? The scene okay. stock. Well, that changes everything. It was him and it was Giraldi. 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 Yeah, man, you don't want to hire Giraldi. No, you don't. He can't. Should have been out of the game years ago. He's a swindler. Uh, what the hallmarks the time um, that we are at is where we ask any questions that we still have that we would love answers to. Panda, any questions for you? Yeah, for me. From going, you? Going back to the cafe. Um, why don't they do? He says it's it's they only do it once a year, which is fine. They only do live music once a year. He said, huh. so one time a year. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that because uh, that it's one. it seems to be a big hit. Venue. It's a huge well, hit. And, the place is packed. And my thing is, is that if he only does it once a year, what are they like? I love. I want to be clear. I yeah. love the singer, but they want you do live music once a year, and it's just one girl with a guitar up there. That's it. Or is it like an open mic? It was night? Helen's daughter. So but is yeah. it like is she playing the whole night? I don't know. And I, that's why they do it. My like, impression was that it, it was just one song because she tells that story. I was scared the very first time I played, but I knew I had waffles in the back. You know, just a song. I I thought my assumption was it was kind of an open mic night, but then we see. I don't know. But then so you many also questions. have an entire other. 
place you could expand into, hear me out, uh, stage. I mean, you could do live music. So there's so many questions so many I have you, about one night only live music and that being the live music that yeah, was played. That doesn't make understand. any sense. Um, I have two. One, at the beginning, his dad tells him that there's two lawsuits from his carelessness. Now, we know one of them is the bonsai tree incident, right. which he's Classic. fixing with the fundraiser. What is the other lawsuit of carelessness? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, Ooh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't think we found out. Um, and last, uh, uh, Paul's character says that he recognizes Eddie from his commercials. And I just, I, I would love to see an Eddie commercial because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I, that that is a great transition because one of my two uh, is Eddie and really more Adrian McLean, the actor that plays Eddie. Because if you remember, follow me to Daisy Hills, he played Bob, who also runs a barbecue hut that shows up at a, at a different place to sell his barbecue. Yeah. And I'm starting to think that there is an Adrian McLean barbecue <laughs> verse that we don't know about Ooh. that he is just showing up in love disguise it. at different places, really just to sell barbecue. And I'm very interested in that because talk about being typecast. <laughs> I'm the big guy <laughs> that goes and sells barbecue at all the places that aren't my own barbecue place. That's what I do yep, in the movies. And then second, uh, the Starlight Cafe, how did they land on Asian tinged cafe in Chicago? Two white people. Yeah. Um, there's like Chinese lanterns everywhere. And I just want to know like what, what was the thing that brought that motif together? Because it's a weird motif. But also, like, there's, the Hel there's Helen. Helen that runs it as Asian. Who, I, and there's a lot of, I don't know if they're all her kids or what, but there's a lot of kids that are constantly building gingerbread houses. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of cardboard that looks like gingerbread. Yes. I, it doesn't make any, a lot just, of questions. I have to know the backstory yes. there. For sure. I have one more that I just, that I just remember that I forgot to write down. At the end, we see dad's plans for keeping the historic landmark historic. Oh, that's right. While making it modern with the, it. Oh, I can't believe nobody brought that up to me. I wrote down, but to me, it did not look good. I, mm. I would love to see how so it turned bad. out mm. or if they went in a, any other direction. It's crystal cathedral meets old school brick. Like I, I don't, I, understand I just it. don't understand. Like why not just like, Glow rehab. All all uh, all so windows ugly. doesn't automatically equal business. Like you can make it break or I don't know. It, it was bad. There has to. I, I just want to know what they ended up Real bad. I want to know what they ended up. Yeah, for sure, boy. Because we did it's, it. it's fine. You, you get it. We did do it, everybody. Congratulations. Thank you so much for listening. Guess what? We're back tomorrow and the next day 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 oh, and man. the next day. So don't just you worry about that. Um, and if you think we're not going to do a double decker of the week every day, you would oh. be wrong. You'd be wrong. It's a big week for the double deckers. Uh, Panda, you do that deep dive like no one else does. Uh, Dan, who do we have today? Dawn Strickland. Dawn Strickland. Mm, yeah, Ooh, Dawn. I love Dawn. She's great yeah. in the Facebook group. Yeah, Dawn's wonderful. Yes. Love Dawn. Uh, Dawn uh, found out about us by uh, when when she was out delivering pizza, uh, and she likes to uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, listens to the pod. Who'd she deliver for? Uh, DeJordan goes. It's DiGiorno's de de delivery. Go. DiGiorno go. Yeah. Okay. So it is So delivery. people make DiGiorno at their own house and they box it back up and they take it to whoever ordered it? Uh, 
No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. That would be ridiculous, yeah. man. Uh, what do they don't, do? Don't be ridiculous. Uh, there's just a, a pizza company. They buy the DiGiorno's pizzas, they make them, and then they deliver them. It is so delivered. it's that, just not at somebody's house. It's at a, at a, at a so, brick and mortar. But I do want to get this straight. It is delivery. Yes. It is delivery. Yes. And, and the Giornos, which is why I think it's a, a genius business model. Because, I mean, How does it's the Giornos feel about this? Because I, their I, whole thing is it's not delivery. And well, I, I do want to be clear. It takes longer to make a DiGiorno's pizza than it does for, like, Domino's to make a pizza at their, their place of business. It's, it, it takes, because you have to preheat the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got to pop it in. And it's yeah. like a 10, 10 to 15 minute situation. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's a longer process. And it's a worse pizza. Oh, well, that's subjective. It, it, it is, is technically same, subjective. It is, yes. it, is, it, is the, it is longer. They, don't, they do use just standard uh, ovens uh, okay. like you can get at home. They want to give it the real authentic so, feel of a DiGiorno's pizza. So you were very close, Dan. With your original idea, the only difference is it's not technically someone's, someone's house. house, but they do yeah, use that would be ridiculous regular ovens. Yes, yeah. and they preheat them every single time. Can I ask you this? Does the owner of DiGiorno's live at the DiGiorno's? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, above yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, so it's his house. It's Eddie's. exactly what I said. His house. Yeah. Eddie, what's their what's their tag line? DiGiorno's. Uh, it's delivery. And it's DiGiorno's. How, How does DiGiorno's just, feel about this? Can they, they do DiGiorno's? this? I can't say DiGiorno. It's got to be. It's delivery. It's DiGiorno's, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How does How does DiGiorno's feel? Uh, they're They're confident in it. Mm. They but like, it goes against their, their whole. It does, it does go against their bit, but they're they're also the, the company DiGiorno's is buying the pizza, so it's a win win for everybody. I don't know if it's a win-win for everybody. Ah, it's hardly I, a win-win. I, 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 listen, like a lose, all lose. last week. Listen, DiGiorno's was a savior for me last week at Thanksgiving. Like. It was great. He's banging the table about it. I'm pumped. It was great. <laughs> Thank it. you, Don, for your support. Thank you all for listening. Uh, feel free to join Bramble Jam Plus. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, and we're going to be back tomorrow uh, with Five Star Christmas. Mm, it's a five star. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.